Hello and welcome to the Broadcast Tech Talks podcast, TV industry podcast from the Broadcast Tech team. My name is Jake Bickerton. I'm the editorial director of the Broadcast Tech and Sport Group. And today I'm joined by Normano Pisani. Is that right? Yes. That's yes. Right. Good. He's the head of UK media partnerships at TikTok. And Matt Ford, who's VP Commercial Digital at BBC Studios. Um, Normano and Matt have been working together on bringing various BBC Studios properties to uh, the TikTok platform. And we're going to find out exactly how they've been working together and what that partnership is is going to enable uh, BBC Studios when they get all of these properties onto TikTok. So I guess that's a good starting point. Um, I don't know if Normano or Matt uh, want to pick this one up, but uh, do you want to give us a bit of an overview of how you two are working together? I mean, we've been talking to TikTok for for quite a while now uh, to uh, set up a partnership with them because we uh, the objective for us at BBC Studios is that we um, we operate on you know, across a number of different BBC Studios brands or BBC brands, many of them of which are iconic brands, and you know the the main reason that we want to be um, distributing this content on TikTok is to reach TikTok's audience. And do it in a specific way you know we want to take the iconic bbc brands to a new audience on a new platform and in a new way because that's you know, the way that people engage with tiktok is, is is vastly different to the other other social platforms so you know i'm pleased that we're we're there and that we've we've started to launch and we've got some you know some of our channels are live we've got a few more coming in the next few weeks and months i believe you've got um you know such big brands as top gear and bbc earth Doctor Who and EastEnders coming up on uh, TikTok. So, yeah, these are big, important brands to to get right, I guess. So, yeah, Norman, is you want to pick up on what Matt said on on kind of how you can enable these customers to get the most of TikTok? As soon as we started chatting with um with Matt and the and the team, we realized that they had a very good understanding that like really TikTok is very much like content based. The for you feed, which is the main. Uh, feed that you get when you open TikTok is very much based on the kind of content that you like. And based on that, those preferences, you will get surfaced more and more content related to that, which I think it's a very interesting opportunity for all these brands, because on one side, they will uh, have the opportunity to bring their catalog onto the platform and reaching like the existing fans uh, of of those specific shows. But then on the other side, also repurpose the content with a sort of like TikTok twist, if you want, um, and sort of like making it look more native and leveraging the tools that the platform offers to actually giving it a new life and then connect with new audiences and sort of like showcase a new, a new side of these brands to this new audience, which I think is quite interesting. Um, we saw already some, some, of some examples of that with the BBC Eurovision account, where this, this, inter- this intersection was quite clear between like the content between Graham Norton, for example, and Sam Ryder, which sort of like a TikTok sensation. Mm. I think the combination of the two was extremely powerful. And uh, I think I can't wait to see more, more of that, to be honest. BBC Strictly already exists as a TikTok account. And I guess that seems like a natural fit with dancing and TikTok. You know, it's traditionally been the thing that brought people to TikTok in the first place. And with some of these other brands, though, it seems like, you know, say Doctor Who and EastEnders, there's, you know, a very different type of content there. So how do you approach uh, different uh, 
I guess, different uh, types of, of shows and make those work equally as well, uh, say a dance oriented show? Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a great question. We've we've got a um a wide variety of brands that fall under our stable, and you know we're launching with with six of them to start off with. We have um uh, and, you know four I think another four or so that we that we have already agreed with TikTok that we're going to launch in the very near future, and we want to expand that. But uh, the way that we approach um, social content at studios is that we have specific brand teams. So rather than have a social team that operates across all the brands, we'll have a Doctor Who team, an EastEnders team, a Top Gear team. And so they know what they know really, really well is they know their content and they know their audience and they know what's coming down the track and they, they can build out um, a content pipeline. What, what we need, uh, what we've, we've done the, the partnership with TikTok for and what we're really looking forward to working with these guys on is how we can utilize their expertise in creating taking content that in some instances already exists or original new content specifically for the platform that's going to be you know relevant for that audience and we can best utilize that platform and that's where Normano and his expert team come in to kind of really help us uh, and the other thing is to um you know really we really want to use uh they, they they understand creators on the platform as well and we're looking to use specifically with some of our brands TikTok creators and how we can merge them or bring them into the, the BBC Studios brands, um, whether that's on our own channels or on their channels or or, or a bit of both. Um, but that's where we, you know, we'll be working with uh, with TikTok Nomano and his team to to identify who they might be and how best to to utilise them. Mm, makes sense. And and Normano, what what would be your advice to uh, content owners who haven't yet gone onto TikTok or haven't done it in a major way, a strategic way, to sort of maximise the potential of the platform? I think I think the BBC Strictly example is a great one. Um, when when we first um, started discussing on how they could approach TikTok, the objective was very very much how um, like a brand like Strictly, which seems to have a very good sort of like um, connection with with TikTok, can sort of like leverage the platform to reach new audiences and, and connect to to existing ones. And I think the the first thing that I would mention to anyone who wants to join like the platform is definitely leveraging the trends that the platform offers. Uh, now the, the trends are are sort of like creative idea that any user might have of like uh, a type of video that they they, they want to like create and share. Um, and then you will have other users or other organizations jumping on that specific trend and creating content on the back of that. And that's that's quite interesting from a from a broadcaster perspective because um, it's usually leveraging someone else's idea but then adding it like quite an interesting twist to it and I think the Strictly account has done that quite well jumping on for example like the Onana challenge in the, in the past uh, and for sort of like entering the platform in a way that is very very native which I think it's a good way to start. Um, there is another point which I think it's quite interesting and Matt, Matt's team is doing a, a great work on that already is how to leverage behind the scenes content because the reality is TikTok is very very much really the, fun, the platform for any fan uh, that like around like a specific show or a specific like TV moment and the Strictly Accounted there is quite a couple of videos that have performed very well on the platform for example sharing 
sharing like strictly unseen, so sharing sides of like the strictly production that you might not expect, or the point of view of a judge when they get like in the show. These are exactly the, the snippets and pieces of content that they give you like another idea of the show and they actually make you feel more, more integrated. And then the last part, which, which I think Matt, Matt, you mentioned quite rightfully is like, you start by jumping on a trend, but then how do you can move from jumping into a trend to creating your own trend and actually having people like co-create content on the back of your creative idea? And that, that's what I think I'm really looking forward to work on in the future with, with, with the studios, guys, which, which is going to be how can we leverage the existing catalog or new ideas that we will have in the future to sort of like have creators to jump in or users jump in because one of the objectives that TikTok has is how can we constantly lower barriers to content creator uh, creation and empower everyone to be, um, to be a creator. Um, so I will definitely say to summarize, like definitely sort of like native content behind the scene and then really uh, understanding how your content can bring like new content creation and co-creation in the future. Something that we've, we've been talking about quite a lot internally is um, our position and our ability to create trends ourselves, like Nomana said. I think that um, we have such a strong heritage of brands and such well-known content featuring a lot of well-known people. We want to leverage that and use that to, whilst we will be looking at the TikTok trends and Doctor Who in particular, really keen to, to jump on TikTok trends. Um, I think Top Gear as well. But I think for across the board, more of us, you know, strategically for all of our accounts, we're looking at how we could actually start a trend. That would be the ultimate goal for, for us as well as using trends. Because it might not always work for some of our brands, depending on timing and fit and that type of thing. But if we can, you know, get get our own our first TikTok trend, that'd be a that'd be a win. We'd we'd go out and celebrate. And it's a way of, of kind of almost manufacturing a trend. I'm thinking, you know, things like Louis Theroux's rap seems quite organic, but can TikTok help to kind of create a trend from, you know, a, a, an existing brand and some of the archive content or, or some new content or whatever? I mean, it's, I, I, think, I think it's definitely quite interesting to see how trends like grow and, and literally explode on, on the platform because it, it, really, it really depends on the interpretations that users will give to it. Um, so I, I will echo what, what Matt mentioned. I think like starting by really thinking natively around the platform and understanding like its trends and how they, they grow, that can definitely be the key to then like start building your own, your own trend. Um, I've seen that, for example, the Top Gear account is already doing some of that. I think they, they, they actually jumped on the trend, uh, my money, the, the don't jiggle jiggle um, uh, with, with one of their videos. And I think that's, that's the interesting part is when you have the intersection between great catalog content and something that's trending on TikTok, that combination is definitely a great starting basis for jumping on a trend, but can also be like the, the forefront to start a new one in the future, um, which is what we hope to have from from BBC Studios and what's and what's great about it is that um we're so we're still quite early on in our TikTok journey I mean we've only been publishing for the last sort of two to three weeks wow. um, okay. and you know we've seen some great success with this specifically with Bluey which is already you know averaging a million views a video which is incredible so there's a huge audience there which is great but but we um 
you know, it, until you start to test and learn things and really understand what content resonates and how the platform works from a publishing perspective, because our, our, our people are in it in the weeds of it, they're using it daily as a user. But when it comes to, you know, their day job and their publishing and the brands they work on, that becomes the um, the fun bit and the challenge about, OK, what how, we need to test and learn. And that's what TikTok offers us is the ability to do that. And also, if it doesn't work, move on, try something else. And that's really, I think, really exciting and something that the uh, our, our social team are really, you know, they're, they're really looking forward to getting getting stuck into just the ability to, to be able to test and try new things. And that part of that trying is, yeah, as Normano mentioned, these kind of trends that um, TikTok has that, you know, they put out weekly that people join in on, or as you mentioned, creating your own as well. How do you ensure uh, a brand remains authentic in the sort of content that it puts out and it doesn't seem sort of kind of too try hard or anything like that yeah and that's um that 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 purely comes down to the uh the the, the creative direction and the, and the timing of what they're looking to do at, at that time you know the fact that that tiktok release trends on a regular basis they might they'll look at them and they'll see whether they're relevant or not whether it's something they feel that they can you know tie into their their editorial strategy um if so then great but there's certainly it's you know it's BBC content as well, right? So we have to um, retain full editorial control. It's very important that we protect our brands and how they're perceived and how they're distributed to all the audiences globally on any platform, whether it's social, digital, linear, whatever it might be. So that's always like front front of mind for for them. So it's not a case of chasing a trend just because it's happening. It has to be the right the right thing and fit for that brand. And I also think like. Um... It's like content on TikTok, and, and you mentioned this, um, Mata, um, can actually go viral like globally in the sense that like the distribution model will really, really be based on are people engaging with that specific content? Is is, is keeping them like entertained? Uh, is giving them something and telling them a story that they didn't know about? Which is why I think when when someone is building a TikTok strategy, they should really be thinking about the story that they want to tell. There is a, a part of a big part of TikTok that is definitely the trends, but I strongly believe that organizations like BBC Studios have such a wide catalog that they can slightly repurpose uh, in a more TikTok way without with always staying true to their brand. And I think the example of like the BBC Heard content is really great because it's already leveraging what you already have, which is great content and then bringing that to the platform. Uh, there is a part of like that, which is we are seeing more and more brands becoming like creators, like commenting on videos, liking videos. Uh, we had like a few, like when BBC One Radio went live on TikTok, you had the BBC main account commenting on the live. So these kind of interactions, are sort of like low touch ways for a brand to be perceived more, more authentic, but still always staying true to sort of like the value and the story that you want to tell, which I think is extremely important. And, and I think BBC Studios have, have started doing that sort of like that in a, in a great way. And, and Matt, from your point of view, how would you measure the success of these different brands on TikTok? Is it purely down to numbers of views or can you measure engagement with your sort of target demographic or what's your strategy? Uh, I, uh, I think um, well, audience is, is key for us on, on TikTok. So um, I think it's about um, it's, it's, it's both. It's about uh, awareness um, in terms of views. Uh, and then engagements with specific pieces of content with with those brands, as you can probably imagine, a lot of our brands, in particular Doctor Who, have 
they have super fans so they're highly engaged and they absolutely you know live and breathe that brand so that is not necessarily so much about huge numbers it's more about how the um how that community react to, to that content or engage engage with that content so there's there's that side of it and the other side of it which is um a key part for our future strategy is the commercial side and the monetization and when um we know that uh, there's some uh, you know products being tested in the market at the moment tiktok uh normano and i should i say but we're going to catch up next week on what that looks like for us moving forward and to have such a close relationship with them now is um you know we're betting on the platform and the growth of the audiences on the platform to um turn into a, a commercial uh, strategy as and when the, the the monetization options are there right and what sort of things might be, might that be or is it too early to say at the moment <laughs> i would say i would say it's quite it's quite early i also think like TikTok is such a it's a platform that is very very much so much based on content and how like that fits within within TikTok that I think like what we what we want to do with with BBC Studio with BBC Studio over the next few months is okay how can we make sure that you feel confident about the platform about the rules of engagement and how like you can make sure that like the content is finding like their their best sort of like reach and and engagement and then I think like building like a commercial model is definitely something that we are trying to understand how to do more of that. Um, I also think that there, that there are like different solutions and ideas on that area, um, which some of them require more testing, some of them will be more established. And, and, that's, and, and this is something that we're really keen to explore and understand and learn more also from, from our perspective as well. Excellent. Okay, well, I hope it goes well. It sounds very exciting. I should be keeping an eye out for it on my uh, personal TikTok um, account. Um, is there anything else either of you want to add either about your relationship or about social media and, and kind of the importance of it? Um, I think the only thing that uh, we probably haven't touched on, which I which I was, was going to mention, is that um, you know, vertical video is a huge part of our video strategy moving forward. Um, that has been you know very driven by the rise of tiktok the popularity of tiktok so the fact that we have now got a uh, partnership in place with tiktok to really you know utilize vertical video because as we see the user behavior shifting a lot more towards that and other platforms now following in uh, the, the footsteps um it's you know it's 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 something that in it, for the future we need to be focusing on and have a clear like defined vertical video strategy of how we're going to use vertical video to you know bring these iconic brands that the BBC has to the, to the users where they're spending their time on their phones. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it's an entirely different way of capturing, isn't it? You have to sort of factor that in. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. What what I'm very curious to explore uh, in in the next few months is something that we are working very very hard on on understanding. It's like how can we increase the content selection on TikTok by exploring new content format, and it's something that I I would love to explore with with studios as well because. And, and this can go in, in many different directions, like for example, on the co-creation side that I was mentioning before. So how can we leverage like the existing BBC Studios catalog to actually drive like user engagement, user creations, and actually like the community, the fans jumping in on the content. I think that that could be very, very interesting. Um, the, the vertical video format is an extremely important one. I think 
Strictly is already experimenting with some of that. We, we saw, for example, like uh, strictly sharing highlights in a split screen format. So when you divide a, a vertical screen in two parts and on the top, you have like what's happening uh, on the show and then on the bottom, a beautiful reaction, which gives you a new perspective on the show. Um, but also like, I think like there are new formats such as live streaming, um, like, TikTok with TikTok like Eurovision recently um, live streamed uh, the actual Eurovision on on TikTok and they they were actually using like a, a vertical format in the sense that you will have like on top of the screen uh, like the actual show and then at the bottom you will have like the backstage of the artist and the presenters before they got on stage and we sort of like saw that that model with the discoverability that TikTok offers as a platform has been extremely successful. Uh, the Eurovision Live did, final did more than 3 million viewers and 250,000 uh, comments. So it really shows that that model of like combining like the discoverability and the vertical format is extremely powerful. I think there is a lot of room with, with BBC Studios to experiment on that uh, as this will give us like even further ways to, ex to experiment on new forms of storytelling from, from a TV perspective. It's exciting, Nate, you know, the creative options that opens up, isn't it? And see what happens as a result there. I mean, there's mm. a big numbers you've just given us for the Eurovision, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, really impressive. Yeah. Right, I'll let you both go. And thanks again for, for taking part in this. That's really, really uh, fascinating. And best of luck with everything. Thank you very much, Jake. All right, nice one. Likewise. Thank you. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us. I'll see you next time for the next episode of the Broadcast Tech Talk series. 